0: we start now with relations the battle now between bc ferries and the union that represents its workers the union here seeking over two million dollars in damages from the company now in a complaint at the bc labor board union management relations at the ferry corporation right now are very poor let's discuss it with my guest eric mcneely president of the ferry and marine workers union very pleased to welcome him back to the show eric thanks for coming on today Morning. Thanks for having me. Okay, Eric, I appreciate it. Eric, let's talk about what's going on here. Now, let's talk about this complaint against BC Ferries at the labor board seeking two million dollars in damages here from the company. What's going on here? What is the What is the point of this?
1: Yeah. So the uh, the challenge we've had is that the employer has been bargaining directly with our members, uh, creating uh, multi tier. Uh, compensation and, and recognition, and that has uh, directly resulted in a uh, damaged the relationship between the union and the members, and uh, and that's the result. Uh, the result of that communication is why uh, we sought an unfair labour practice and uh, bargaining and bad faith uh, violations. Uh, okay, how can of, they of do the that? Department.
0: I mean, you're the, you're the official bargaining agent for the workers, right? So how can the company bargain with people and, and go around, do an end run around you guys? How's that possible?
1: Well, it's possible, but it's uh, in our belief uh, it's against the the labor code. So, uh, you know, some employers and uh, typically most employers will deal and negotiate with a sole bargaining agent, the union. Uh, uh, what we've seen is the employer has gone directly to members and provided them offers outside, or has provided uh, you know general membership uh, partial information around the bargaining process as we were in uh, wage negotiations, and that uh, also traded. Uh, challenges and, and disrupted sort of faith uh, with the union uh, because it misrepresented uh, the actions on, uh, being undertaken. Okay.
0: What, what's going on with these housing stipends? A lot of people have been reading about this, that the company had been offering housing stipends to workers. That was during the COVID-19 pandemic. But what, some of these, the companies continue to offer these housing stipends to some employees, but not all of them? Is that what's going on? Yeah,
1: there's a few things there. So during COVID, there was some, uh, uh, you know, changes made to ensure that people had safe places to stay, especially in uh, some remote locations where there was crew changes occurring on either live aboard or or long day vessels, and that mm-hmm. made a lot of sense. Uh, what we became aware of a little less than two years ago was that uh, the employer had actually expanded the program and and started. Uh, directly negotiating with either new hires or, or new arrivals to, to certain locations. And what we're aware of today is that uh, on Malcolm Island, Texade uh Quadra, and Theus Island, the employer had started providing housing to as you said, some employees, but not others, and in some locations, have been providing uh, additional monetary compensation in, for some employees wow. in some locations.
0: And and this is like I've read that this housing stipend can be up to five hundred dollars a month. Is that right?
1: Uh, our understanding is actually higher.
0: Higher than that? Yes. Wow.
1: And that's, uh, as you can imagine, if you're working in one location and you find out that your coworker is getting uh, accommodations and another co worker is getting uh, monetary impact, and uh, you're getting nothing uh, that creates a challenge. And, and I'm not going to downplay the fact that BC Ferries has had some challenges recruiting and retaining people, and certainly in remote locations, uh, there are challenges uh, with the amount of mariners available in those locations. Uh, but I would say, sort of at the, the end of the day, what it looks like to me is BC Ferries uh, look to apply a band aid to what is a critical bleed. And the reason is a critical bleed is because my members, especially in the uh, the high need locate locations and high need uh, certificates, you know they're eighteen to sixty percent behind their peers in compensation within Canada, and that's the real root of the problem. The real root is that uh, they aren't able to afford to live in the community, or they're not able to have their family where they normally live and work in the community. And we yeah always be willing to have those discussions with the employer, but uh, that wasn't what occurred, and they went directly to membership.
0: Speaking to Eric McNeely, Eric is the president of the Ferry Workers Union at B.C. Ferries. Eric, what would you say to people who are listening to this and they'd say, wait, wait a second here now, this company is paying more than 500 bucks a month to some of their workers as as a housing stipend to help pay for their housing? Man, like, what is the justification for that? I I, I don't know many people who, whose bosses are helping pay for their housing.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's uncommon in most places, but it is uh, not uncommon within the rain industry. You'll have people live aboard or people who uh, live away like a camp job and you can draw some parallels there. Uh, but I think the real uh, fundamental issue is that there wasn't negotiations with the employer or with, between the employer and the union. And that, uh, that meant that the union had to chase around and find it. And that in- impacts morale of members, especially when there's haves and have nots and wow. morale so what are you, what do you
0: have, you're liability. saying are you saying are you saying that like everyone should get it
1: well, we think there's solutions that are available uh to the employer it's just really hard to work together when we aren't part of the conversation and uh you know i'm the same person i am uh in front of a camera in front of a microphone as i am behind a closed door and it turns out that uh, that may be a bit of a more of a challenge for us when the employer uh, is acting uh, one way and behaving another way
0: without our that- knowledge Eric, tell me about this. Uh, I'm looking at the complaint at the Labor Board, and it says uh, a BC Ferries executive dropped an F bomb here, and we well, he told told your people to shut the F up or something. What happened there?
1: Yeah, well, it's it's interesting. You hear in the news that BC Ferries is honoring you know respectful communication towards and about the union and the media and public. Uh, but as as noted in the complaint, you know hurling invective behind closed doors and. You know, this is a, a large amount of new management at BC Ferries. I think their HR department has had uh, roughly a 70% turnover in the last two years. Those, there's challenges there and there's opportunities. And they, the challenge is uh, you got new people who don't understand the system, uh, don't know anyone, so they don't have relationships. And then the opportunity is you have fresh eyes. Uh, we were really optimistic, uh, you know, two Julys ago when uh, BC Ferries said that we could have switched to a people-centric approach. And uh, that really seemed like something. Yeah, uh, you know, we as a union would get behind, members get behind. But it, we also hear, you know, now the employer saying, well, we need a third party to help recognize how important the workforce is after a pandemic, after illegal layoffs, after zero percent raise. I mean, does a people people centric employer really need a third party to just show people? So,
0: so this guy, so just just to get back to the f bomb for a minute. So th- yeah. this guy, this guy told you to shut the f up in a in a meeting. Is that right? How did how did you that react? Correct, to, yeah. How did you react to that? What did you think of that?
1: Uh, well, you know what, uh, BC Ferries has a respectful workplace policy. I, I don't think that was in compliance with it. And uh, myself and the other union representative who were on the video call, uh, we left because there's no need to stay in a meeting where uh, abusive language is being used. So uh, we what, left what? the meeting. Uh, we have requested me- additional meetings since then, uh, but we haven't actually heard back from the employer for a few days.
0: Eric, what's happening with the raise? I know you guys were seeking like a raise and a reopener negotiation, right? What What was the size of the raise you were seeking?
1: Yeah, so uh, that process is still ongoing, and we are at, uh, at a uh, binding arbitration uh, uh, panel. Uh, okay, we're looking for additional dates. The union continues to provide dates uh, for that, and make it so that the employer can uh, provide you know the recognition and respect. Uh, that the uh, the employees deserve uh, we believe that VC Ferries has fallen well behind uh, peers in the marine industry uh, here on the west coast of Canada as well as across Canada and around the world uh, meaning that uh, there needs to be significant increases and I think I mentioned before you know in some of our positions you know our captains chief engineers you know some of them are eighteen to sixty percent behind their peers in the industry and that's really creating a recruitment
0: So you've, you've So you've asked for a twenty percent raise correct.
1: So what we've done is we've looked at uh, each position and made uh, increases, increased uh, recommendations to BC Ferries based on what peers look like. So in some cases, the uh, the ask is substantial, and in some cases, the ask uh, reflects market value.
0: Okay, Eric, last question for you. How would you describe like relations between your union and management at BC Ferries right now? It obviously does not sound very good. How would you describe it?
1: I would describe it as challenging, and, you know, I think there's an opportunity for the public and government to tell BC Ferries that uh, poor wages and understaffing lead to longer wait times, and that the ferry system needs to work for British Columbians. It interconnects transportation and economies along our coast, and uh, BC Ferries needs to... uh, be responsible for what they are, and make the system and the vessels work.
0: What what's what's the starting what's the starting salary for a new worker at BC Ferries? Let's say you get a job working in the cafeteria there. What do you, how much do you make to start?
1: Yeah, so it depends on the position, but uh, the aver- the lowest wage at BC Ferries is uh, just under twenty three dollars, and uh, the average wage is uh, just under thirty three dollars, depending on uh, certification.
0: Eric, thank you for coming on today.
1: Appreciate it, Mike.